Hi, I'm Chris Bailey, and welcome to the C. Bailey Cast. In this show, we interview smart and amazing people about 3D art, filmmaking, and how to thrive in today's online metaverse. Uh, if you'd like to find out how to support the stuff that I'm doing, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash cbaileyfilm, and all the rest of the info is over on YouTube at youtube.com slash cbaileyfilm, where you can learn all about creating 3D art for yourself and filmmaking and crazy cool stuff. I hope that you go check out the rest of the stuff that I'm doing online. Also, you can find out more detail about today's guest in the YouTube version of this video, so you can find that in the descriptions. I'll put it in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking to Markham 3D about his work using consumer grade motion capture equipment and creating short films online really fast. So he's turning these things around in like a couple of hours. It's pretty nuts. And I was super excited to get a chance to talk to him about his process and about his experiences uh, working with motion capture. So Hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of coffee, go for a run. Let's talk to Markham and find out what he has to say. Uh, I want to introduce uh, Markham 3D. You may already know him uh, from his amazing YouTube channel, uh, Markham 3D. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Twitch as well, plus bunches of other places. But he does really, really cool stuff. Does a lot of motion capture and a lot of short films. So uh, I'll just um, reach over here and bring Markham on. Hello. Hello! Welcome, sir. Good to see you. Yes, that's the thing you do. And the, you win. Full commitment. That's awesome. so good. I need a thing. I don't have a thing when I start my streams. Uh, uh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't really have a thing either. Mm. Um, I've seen you do that before. That's something you do, isn't it? Like, well, normally, that- the only reason why I go, hello, it's Marco here. It's actually from another Twitch streamer called uh, Netwinder, because he always doesn't smacks the table and- and I'm like, I like that. I'm taking I like it. that. I like that energy. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. You're bringing it to everything, man, right now. You've, I've noticed you've got a whole new methodology with your YouTube thumbnails. Mm. Your portrait has gone from the classic tiny corner portrait to the cutout full frame polished yes. portrait with the fun expression. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I've, I've noticed that. That seems like... Is that working for you? Is that is that catching... I don't catching know. Views? Like, looking through the statistics, eh, not really kind of semi... Um, YouTube just released a new feature where it shows returning people and new people. Mm. Um, I haven't gone back to previously when I started those thumbnails, um, but it was suggested that, you know, whenever you see my face, you know, it's my video. So you're like, ah, that's Markham 3D. Nice. So that's the kind of sound effect. Yeah. Mentality that's what goes on people's minds when they see your portraits. (laughs) Watch that. Yeah. So, uh, look, we'll just warm up. How was your week? Have you had a good week? It's <sighs> tiring. You're in, you're in Canberra, getting, right? Yes. So I'm okay. in the nation's capital of Australia. Capital. It's not the Sydney, Australian it's not Melbourne. Not the, 
the nation. So, <laughs> the I nation. love how Americans do that online a lot of the time. They're like talking about the nation or, you know, talking about, you know it's like, okay, there's a whole world of us out here on the internet. Thanks yes. very much. So if those of you who don't know, I'm in Australia as well. I'm down in Sydney, down under in Sydney. Uh, and uh, Markham's just up north from me. No, it's south. No, I'm south. south. I'm actually south southwest. Me. I know my Australian geography. <laughs> And that's How what this show is going to be tonight. We're going to be talking about Australian geography. But well, it's been pretty good. It's been um, it's warming up for me. I have so I I do freelance contract stuff, and mm. uh, it was just dead for like oh, really? you know months, and, and then suddenly I don't know what happens, but all the advertising agencies wake up, they flip a switch, and then there's tons of work. So things are getting uh, getting a bit busy, but uh, it's good. Still managed to to stay afloat and uh, having. I don't know how you do so. it. I don't, I don't know. know how you do it. Emergency. You do it. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey Emergency. Oh, good. You can see chat too. Great. Awesome. <laughs> we can see you chat, by the way. Uh, the only thing we can't see is we don't know how many people are here, which is probably a good thing for us. No. We can look at that later. Let's look at that statistic later. So what we're going to do tonight is uh, we're just going to have a chat. We're going to chat about all kinds of stuff. We're going to geek out over mocap. We're going to geek out over Blender as, as normal. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about digital filmmaking and yeah, all that fun stuff. So... I wanted to kind of kick it off, Markham, by asking you to talk a bit about how you first started dabbling with motion capture and what your experience has been with it so far. So the reason why I started dabbling with motion capture is because I'm lazy. Hmm. And I just want- I would have to, guessed that. <laughs> no. to, I want to get results as quickly as possible. Hmm. Like I've hand animated a few short films, um, but it all started with- the Xbox 360 and the Xbox Connect One, Xbox One okay, wow. Connect. So you really got in like yeah. at the ground level for like consumer yes. level motion capture. Okay. And so I started off using an application called Breckle um, and he's done some fantastic stuff with the 3D sensor. And so I was using that quite a bit. I ended up buying, I think, three Connects. And then okay. I was lucky enough, I was able to get a second machine to plug in the two Connects. And as he evolved his application, you know, I had to try and keep up. And, like, I was getting some really good results using the Connects. But I kind of – I needed to – what made me go further and into motion capture was because of Reillusion. They have Character Creator 3. They've Mm -hmm. got iClone 7. And for me to go from Breckle to Character Creator 3 – there was a lot of manual work involved. And as we come back to that, I'm lazy and I kind of just want to get through it. <laughs> so they had an add-on for the Perception Neuron. Now, Perception Neuron, I think, was is 1500 US for the motion capture suit. Right. Um, and luckily enough, YouTube was able to fund most of it. And then yeah, I threw YouTube. in a little bit more. <laughs> That's right. Watch the ads, everyone. My- um, yeah, my, my boss, my wife can't complain because, hey, it's YouTube money. <laughs> oh, that's cool. My wife is my boss too. That's cool. Um, let's back up a second. So, yep. okay. So, so just so everybody understands. So, Connect, right. So, that system, that was the one that came with the, well, that didn't come with, but it was the peripheral for the Xbox. Yes. It had a camera and it had like a depth camera thing, right? So, it could yep. sense the depth of things. Correct. And there were a lot of programs that were coming out because it had some functionality for visually tracking. So, it used an AI to kind of pick out, oh, there's a human body, yep. these are the arms, these are the legs, and then it could translate that into a three-dimensional skeleton animation thing, right? Yeah. And presumably, the more connects you had running at once, the more accurate your track mm-hmm. was because it was getting more angles and trajectory and all yep. that stuff. 
And so you were just running that through a PC and Correct. and using the software this guy was making to, so to pull that off. Microsoft only allow one connect per device. Okay. And so I needed to that try and sense? get- Pardon? Because that makes sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but so I got a secondary machine and then it was kind of like I was in the beta test for Breckle 3. Okay. And so I gave a lot of feedback and um, I actually did some documentation for him as well. I did some tutorials wow. for him as well to try and gain his favor. Um, it worked. But <laughs> um, I did look at using a whole bunch of PlayStation 2 motion sensors. Okay. Wait, so how and did you- So, so is that with to- the VR or- no. no, 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 no. Motion so sensors of the PlayStation This 2. is for okay. PlayStation 2. It was kind of like a little gray box with a lens on it. It was like tiny yeah. or something like that. But you needed eight of them around the room. Wow. I and I think IPI Soft was running that. Okay. Um, so you could have done that, but I was like, I'm not going to buy eight sensors. I might as well just buy one depth sensor. And when I need it, just use it. PlayStation I, thank you very much. Only good, sir. Only good sir nails it in chat, everybody. That's right. You too can contribute to the podcast tonight if you write in chat. So I was really kind of working it out what would be the best okay. thing. I saw the perception you're on Kickstarter and I was like, oh, I could do so many things with that. But, you know, back then- Okay, I was so young. that started as a Kickstarter. And that's so, okay. So the difference then, perception neuron, right, mm-hmm. is not a camera-based system, right? So no. it's, a, it's a motion sensor- system so you wear a suit we're not yep. really a suit but you strap things to your body right yep and it and they've got like accelerometers so they can track yeah. like how fast they're moving and they know where they are in 3d space is it like an approximation or is it pretty exact like it's do you know? pretty good um but it goes off almost like magnetic as well okay so i find that you know if i come close to my microphone the, the sensors get out of whack you know mm-hmm. even i've got like a metal plate under this glass table if I rest my hands on it to type or something, then I have to recalibrate yeah. every time. Yeah, right. So it's sensitive. It's really kind of- Yeah, it's pretty sensitive. Down, right? um, and mm-hmm. when you're transporting the little sensors, they give you like a uh, a special box that you got to put all the sensors in. Mm, yep. So- So it's a bit um, finicky. So did you notice a big jump, I guess, from like the visual tracking, like the uh, camera tracking to this suit well, thing? it was- The big thing was, is the workflow. The workflow changed dramatically because before it was Breckle, so, Breckle, Character Creator 3, Character Creator 3 into Br- Blender, Breckle into Blender, Auto Rig Pro to transfer the motion from Breckle onto the Character Creator 3 character. And then we're in. Whereas and at the by moment- by that time, you should have just animated it from the yeah. beginning with Keyframe, sorry. <laughs> we're now with uh, the Perception Neuron. It goes Perception Neuron, iClone 7, Blender, or Unreal Engine 4. Okay. And it's just- it goes directly in. Instant. That's really good. And and now have you tried so um have you tried the Rococo? Do we No. Or what's your what's your thoughts on that? You you know about it though, right? You know. I think I think it would be awesome to just kind of like you put a jumpsuit on and yeah. it's all set up. It has I've seen I've seen pictures of guys that like use the Rococo, right? And they and they do these like fan films where they get mm. like the Star Wars assets out of like Battlefront two or whatever, and they put on their Rococo and they're like, you know, rolling around in their driveway. Yeah, you know, running out in front of cars and like you know just fully into it, uh, yeah. you know, believing that they're a stormtrooper for a moment, and and the results look really good. But the durability, I think, is what really impressed me. I I didn't get one because I saw the price tag, um, and I'm <laughs> six thousand US. So I, yeah, six, I know, and that's like what that's like 
14, 15, 16,000, 150,000 Australian. 150,000. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're a little bit off. <laughs> Depending on the day. I so mean, I, think, you know, but I think it would have been about yeah. 8,000 Australian at the moment because the conversion rate big, to the US it's is- It's a big price to take yeah. on. And But anyway, so, so, but you know about it, right? Yes. So what's your, what's your hot take, I guess, and you compare the two? Considering the fact like I haven't tried it, I think, like I said, the, the fact that you can kind of just get straight into the suit and it's there and it's already hugging you is nice. But the limitations are is that now, because I'm a bit of a big boy now, you know, COVID wasn't nice and stress and so on and so forth. Um, COVID wasn't if, nice to any of us. If I want to get somebody else to put it on, they have to be my size. Where with the perception you're on, adjust the straps, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you're in. Mm, right. So it's a lot more flexible in terms of working mm. with multiple people. Mm, that's really interesting. So, well, I, it's it's uh, fascinating. It's definitely uh, something that everybody has thought about, I think, if you're doing any kind of especially animated film stuff, because yeah. it just takes forever like yeah. to do any kind of animated film. And yeah. I think what's impressed me most about what you've been doing is the turnaround time. Like, oh, yeah. how long <laughs> have you been? Like, let, let's talk about like like one of your one of your early ones, like the like the Lynch the Lynch King guy. The, oh, that was good. Uh, you know, that, that's a, how long did it take you to make that? Um, oh, that was like maybe two or three nights. Yeah, okay, there's one nights. thing. There's one thing we didn't talk about, and that was using the rift for oh, a motion right. capture okay, well, suit. Give Sorry, some, I completely give forgot. Some, give us the riff dump. What's the <gasps> what was that program called? Uh, Glycan. So with the rift, it'll track your head position and your hand position, and then right. it guesstimates your body. Okay, so what's so you're using a piece of software that yes. interprets? Okay, so, so what's that's that called Glycan. Glycan. Yep. Nice. Okay, so 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 how does that mix in? So you're using both the perception neuron. No, no, no. This was this was oh, okay. Xbox oh, you Connect. Oh, we skipped a sec. Right. VR perception neuron. Okay. So cool. that was kind How of that, like the intermediate. Was Glycan pretty good? Like, did it did it do the job, or was it? If I didn't have to move, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great motion capture solution. Then, yeah. Uh, I've saved you hours. It was fantastic. So okay. So so then, flash forward back to yeah, back sorry. To, you know, your perception neuron setup, and yep. so you said say two nights. Yeah. How many hours is a night for you? So it varies, but I mean, I would probably say in probably in total, I probably would have spent maybe three hours on it. Yep. And and I'm including writing as well in this. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Why waste Um, time with silly things like writing when you can just, you know. Um, So that's including writing, but it doesn't include render times. So, because I think I rendered it out in cycles, not Eevee. And that was because I wasn't very- um, knowledgeable in Eevee. I was always kind of like, ah, ah, Eevee's not yeah. as good. But then when you start talking about four minutes of frame per render to 10 seconds of frame, <laughs> it yeah. starts getting different. So facial motion capture, um, what is a good facial rig? So I use the iPhone 10, sorry, 12. And I use that for the facial motion capture. Ken, let's see if we can do it funky. So I'll bring it up quickly. So I've got some see that fantastic ah. YouTube compression going on here, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that attracts the face, um, and that directly. So wait, what goes- was that app that you were just using there? So that is part of Reillusion Suite. 
So it's yeah. kind of like perception neuron. Oh, sorry, perception neuron and the iPhone twelve. Right. So perception iPhone. neuron is manufactured by Realism. No, perception neuron no. is manufactured by N- No Tim Nodem. It's so a, it's a separate okay. company, just like Roco. Right. Okay. So, so and then the iPhone twelve, they've got their own app to do yeah. facial motion capture, and so got you can it. do them at the same time. iClone mm-hmm. Blender. Got it. So iClone is just reading off of the facial motion capture you're getting out of this. Yeah. The app that's Reillusion's app. And then I've got my <laughs> bodgy job. Oh, I love this thing. I think this is great. I just it's like Avatar eat your heart out. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a GoPro stand with kind of like a phone tripod on the end. Yep. Bike helmet, $12 from Kmart. It was a bit love expensive. It. And then a one and a half kilo weight on the end, or 1.25, nice. sorry. That's, and that's, that's because I love it how needs to balance out the, the phone. Yeah, right. See, it's not so wobbly. Oh, man. It's killer. <laughs> so, okay. So, this is the elephant in the room, right? Most Facial motion capture. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it look good. Yeah. Uh, except for when Unreal is doing a demo. That's the only time I've ever seen it look good, right? And everyone's excited because, you know, MetaHuman's out or yep. is it out? I mean, I don't know. It's the Demo. demo's out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're hyping it. They're showing it off. And, like, the, the presentation they did for MetaHuman was oh, insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just next level. Like, watching yep. that, I'm just like, this is like watching the Unreal 5 release, you know, which is just, like, mind-blowingly. <laughs> like, I just get so excited about the future. And then... And then I started seeing all these YouTube videos of people using it, right, with yeah. the app from the iPhone or whatever, and uh, and it's like this beautiful human being, but it's like this mouth that just like all right, all right. Yeah. it just doesn't work. What what's going on there? Like, is that just a universal problem that you know motion capture with an iPhone? It's just you stuck with that, and you just got to live with it. Or I think I think that's for now. I think okay. that's what we're stuck with. Um, with everything that I've seen when they're doing facial motion capture in films, it's all about the dots, tracking the dots, so on and so forth. So, you know, I'm not too keen on drawing dots on my face all the time um, just to track, you know. To- yeah. <laughs> it is a bit awkward at the shops. <laughs> I mean, CG Cookie, no, not CG Cookie, uh, CG Matter did a tutorial where he yeah. draw, drew faces, uh, dots all over his face and then put hooks and so on and so forth. But that method was, so that was, okay, just let's talk about that for a second because that's an interesting yep. motion capture method. It's, so you, you put dots on your face, right? And you, and you film that and then yep. you bring that into Blender and you track it as 2D points. Correct. And then you get some a face mesh and you line that face mesh up with your face yep. and then you project all those points onto that mesh. Correct. And now you've got all these animated and then you hook, the mesh so you use that trick where you it's like yeah. alt h or something or I forget something I weird use, but there's like a there's like a thing um is there a modifier for I forget, no it's a constraint there's a constraint yeah you use and it's a hook constraint that links on to those and basically within it what it's doing is all these 2d track points that are then forced onto the surface of this face are now being that they're now pulling the face around in conjunction with i mean it's like the most like drawn out complicated way of doing it but Arguably, the result would be better. Or what do you think? I mean, do you think, you think the result of doing something like that is going to be better? I Look, it all depends on the condition that you're using the iPhone 12 yeah. uh, or 10, whatever. You know, you've got to have the even lighting. You've got to be clean shaven. Um, the problem with my helmet is, is because I've got a helmet on, so it sits like this. And mm-hmm. so it's not getting the full 
face, if you know what I mean. So I get a bit yeah. of that. Um, and I think just running it so hard, the phone, it does drain it a little bit. Like you'll see in some of my animations, which I now fix up, the character will be just sitting there normally, but he's actually gone. Oh, it's like we can get the raw data. It's just yeah, because he's <laughs> like, it's struggling sometimes. Huh. But then again, it's all about setting up your face because there was a point in time where I was setting up the face wrong because you need to look at the sensor on the phone and then that knows that, okay, your eyes are there. That's where it's looking, where I was a lot of times, like I had the phone here, but I was looking over there and I'm like, oh, the phone will work it out. And I was getting really weird results. So it's all about learning how the products work or how the applications work. And that's one thing I was a typical male instructions <laughs> where now it's like, Oh, geez. Right. That makes sense. Like even with the perception neuron halfway through lights, camera action short film, I realized I actually need external power to power the suit, not just USB three. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's why like cruds hitting the fan. Um, it's because I didn't power the suit. So it's all about reading the instructions. So that's yeah. The, read the, the instructions, goal. people. Read the instructions. <laughs> so okay. So so you you've had some time with it. Like you've been yep. using it, you know, more than anyone I know at least. Uh, and you're clearly figuring things out a little bit. You're learning how kind of the ins and outs. What's your expectations for where things are at right now in terms of like using a phone to do motion capture for a face? Like, do you feel like you're kind of you hit the ceiling with it or? Is there more capability within that system that you know you could tap into if you just changed what you were doing? The current uh, system, yeah, I think I can do better. Um, okay. I don't have a lot of space in my office, like you know, there to the table. Mm. It'd be good if I had a lot more room. Um, I actually cleaned up a lot of kind of like the magnetic fields and so on, and that would probably give me a little bit better of a track. Um, because I did go out to a film studio to help up, help them film VR Gramps. Mm. So there's a short film that I was the motion capture specialist on, whatever. Um, hey, I tried to make a short film where you were the motion capture specialist. So <laughs> you're, you're clearly, that's re- that's your title now. Like, you're living with that. Um, and we were in, you know, a studio with plenty of room and the the track was just so much better, so much crisper. Yeah. Um, and it would have been better if I had that power pack. So I think it can get better. Yeah. Um, I would like to eventually upgrade to the Perception Neuron Studio because obviously the, the V, my um, V2 has been around for a while mm. and the studio is something newer. And I'd presumably presume it would be much better of a track. Sure. Yeah. So. That's the okay. plan I would like to. However, that's a little bit more expensive, so YouTube's got to do a little bit better for me. <laughs> On that note, everyone, go over to Markham's channel and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> and also like and also Dead Set Digital. There you go. That's Dead my second Set channel. Digital. Oh, you got two channels now. You're doing yeah, because I'm putting all my short films in Dead Set Digital. Oh, nice. Because cool. you know Markham 3D is all about Blender. Yeah, Dead Set Digital is all about the videos, the, the, short, the funny short films, stuff. The, yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, nice, man. Good work. Congratulations. That's exciting. Um, I got to go subscribe. Hang on. Let me just... um, so, all right. This is interesting. So, I, it's because I, when I saw, so the first time I saw this motion capture tech um, yeah. was the demo that Unreal 
they did a presentation on, and who was it? It was it was the it was the did you see it? It was the the, the animation with the baby. It was this baby, and yeah, he was I like so. kind yep. of gangster, and he had like had this like old man voice, and and it was done by um, was it Felix and Paul? I think was that the name of the studio? They do like incredible VR stuff, but anyways, they they had this demo right, that they that they presented, and it was the first time they talked about the whole iPhone tracking thing and like the subtlety in the animation was amazing like the everything about it was great and i just always kind of wondered if it was just the quality of the rig they had they had this like really awesome rig and it was just really great and but then when i guess when metahuman started coming out and you know i mean the rig there is going to be perfected for this naturally and uh i guess the results that i was seeing online were a bit like i don't know it's kind of just really raised that question of okay, well, what's how far is the technology gap between the pros and the consumers, yeah. and how long do we have before they're like you know on top of each other? So, um, th- and that's the thing. The important thing is is you can't just pick up any motion capture software, and ma- or especially when I'm talking about facial motion capture, mm-hmm. um, you can't grab any facial motion capture software and then plug it onto any rig. You need yeah. to have the data that is collected on the facial motion capture application directly related to the rig because mm. at one point I was using a app called FaceCap on iPhone and that is all controlled by shape keys. So we all know what shape keys are. You know, you move the mesh from one to zero and that's how it moves. But the app only had, I think, 32 shape keys that it would track where the character created three, I think had 52. Wow. So it was missing a lot of data, and that's why those tracks weren't the best. Okay. So, so it's really about finding that that partnership between the best, you know, like the rig that works with this thing and, you know. Yeah. So what, what, is there an ideal for Unreal's MetaHuman? Like, is there a- Well, using the Unreal app should directly relate to the MetaHuman. They should have designed the app for that rig. Mm. What is interesting, though, is I don't know if you watch- um, Corridor Digital, yep. but they've actually gone to Reillusion and now they're starting to use Reillusion for their motion capture. They're not waiting for MetaHuman. Mm-hmm. So in the past, I think two weeks or so, that's what they've been doing is because obviously those guys have been in that space for such a long time yeah. that it works. Where with MetaHuman, oh, I don't know. I really, I want it to work. Yeah. But I think they don't have the experience for it to work. Right. And like, it's I, I love it's Unreal Engine. Okay. You know, I'm not a programmer, but I've made several ga- games already using Unreal Engine. I love it. But I don't think they're ready yet. Right. Okay. So you think there's an experience gap? Even mm. with all that Fortnite money, it's just not enough. <sighs> it's still experience. You need experience. Money will only get you so far. That's it. So okay, so Reillusion maybe is the one to keep an eye on in yeah. terms of the way things are developing. And uh, so tell me about so uh, just people can check it out. You were saying um, the example you were just talking about the 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 channel that does the um, the motion capture stuff. That's look they're using Reillusion. They're not using yeah. MetaHuman. What is that again? Sort of so Corridor Digital. Yeah, Corridor Digital. So look that up. Corridor Crew, I think, is the secondary channel, but yeah. yeah. They're that really big YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah you know. Just really the, big one. That's, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Always doing amazing <laughs> stuff. Uh, they had Blender Guru once, I think, on one I of their- Are they, they the ones that do the VFX Reacts thing? You know? Yes. 
that was the day I knew Blender had made it, you know, because because they had Blender, they had they had they got Andrew Peter Price Francis on, on there doing all his Blender stuff, and oh, he's just he's smashing it. Yeah. And I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube envy is the worst envy. Um, let's see. Um, if Asboka seventy one asks a really good question, he asks, so he says, um, can a fifteen year old boy be a professional in Blender? And uh, I was just wanted to speak to that because yeah, totally. And I think what's exciting what we're talking about is that gosh, if you're 15, 14, 13, whatever, if you're, you know, just getting started right now, what a time to be this alive. stuff is going to be just oh. so accessible by the time you are like leaving school, entering the professional workforce, like you're going to be able to just make short films. Like it's nobody's business. Like it's just going to be yeah. incredible. Don't, don't forget about like us, please. So, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just, I don't know. You probably forget. When about did us. you pick up blender? Oh, good question. So, okay. I started blender. All right. So my, my 3d journey, I started back in, uh 2010 maybe so i started with maya so i was working at a yeah, okay. 3d uh, animation studio animation studio. it was a motion design post-production house and i was learning 3d kind of on the job because we had some stuff that we needed to do and so it was kind of so i started with with maya and then uh caught wind to cinema 4d it was kind of when cinema 4d first sort of started working well with after effects like the two yeah. of them started kind of buddying up and um so i jumped onto that and ditched Maya because I was just sick of things crashing every five minutes and you know, just like that for me learning Maya was like learning Unreal Engine it, it feels like yeah. approaching something that is you know like really old and it's got all these kind of like kind of weird backward systems that have been built on top of for years and years and years so everyone who uses it in the ecosystem like knows that you have to hit alt K and close your eyes and then like lean on your computer to the left in order to turn <laughs> off ambient occlusion. But you know, the rest of us like in trying to find a tutorial that tells you how to do something simple is just like yeah. infuriating. Cause you, you're trying to dig through all this assumed knowledge. That's just outrageous. Like it took me so long and, and unreal to figure out like how to do the material system. Cause I couldn't figure out how to make a color. I'm like, how do you, what is the color node? There's no color node. Who designed this program? How are they this 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 popular? How do they? There's no color vector three. Of course, you know it's just like oh. so infuriating. So, anyways, that's a rant. Um, Cinema 4D. So I lived in that for a while, and uh, and then kind of just yeah, I got tired of it. Kept kind of running into the walls of that system, yep. wanting to do more, and not couldn't do it. I'd keep coming up with ideas and like, oh, I could try this, and then sort of be like. No, you can't do that. Not with me. I mean, they're a lot better now. It's grown a lot. It's developed. It's a much bigger program. But that was when I, you know, dove headlong into Blender because they yeah, finally okay. fixed their UI and made it bearable. And uh, so, and then I just switched and hadn't really, haven't really gone back. So I think I've been full, like only using Blender for all my personal work, probably for five years now. Yeah. Okay. Six Chase. years. Choice. So, so yeah, I, I, I just, I sleep in nodes. Just you know, sleep in. But uh, anyways, I mean, how about you? What, what? Tell me, what's your- My you journey. My journey started with- All back. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. <laughs> where the pod racers were going yeah. through the canyons yeah. and just kind of like the lighting kind of uh, half on the pod racer. And I just went, that is amazing. I want that. And then one day I went to somebody's house back in 2004 one <laughs> and they're like oh check this out this is 3d that software was, um, that was before minecraft wasn't it it was yeah. well yeah well before minecraft 
Um, and he showed me Blender, and I went, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Yeah. And then I started trying to learn Blender, and then I quit, and it was because I could not find the smooth button. Oh. And that was like because I used to model That's cars and all that. And I just yeah. like, I'm like, stop this. I'm out. And then I stopped. Out the window. <laughs> I, yeah. that and, you know, the it's not like we had YouTube then, really. I know. Like, YouTube wasn't until, what, 2000? Hang on. When, when did we start YouTube? I I started- YouTube, YouTube started, and I should have started with it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, we started because I initially, there was two of us. There was three of us. There was myself, yeah. uh, my best friend, and then one of his friends that was a director. And so we started making short films the same time as Smosh did. Oh. I know, right? Like, that's how far back we're talking. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and there's, like, videos of, oh, gosh, there's Bunterman. There's the Bosnian series. Um, series. <laughs> there's, like, 12 episodes. Wow. <laughs> of me just being dodgy. It's life before kids. <laughs> All that free oh, time. And that was back when I lived in Adelaide as well. Oh, well, that um, explains it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then- Kind of like moved to Canberra, um, you know. Always kept the 3D modeling stuff in the back of my mind, yeah. um, and then I think probably about five, six years ago, I went right. I'm going to learn this again. I'm going to sit mm. down, learn it. Got my subscription with CG Cookie, and hello, it's Jonathan Williamson. Yeah. So many times at the start of every video, you know, it's just constantly his voice sticks in there. Yeah. Oh man, I I pray for the day I meet this guy. <laughs> like even when I'm putting support tickets through CG Cookie, and it's like Jonathan Williams, and I'm like, oh, I don't care, my issue's fixed now. <laughs> I got an email from Jonathan Williams. That's the that's reason alone, by the way, everybody out there to to put a product in the blender market because at some point you'll get an email from Jonathan. And that's the other that's a big. I didn't realize this, but when I first put stuff on Blender Market and I got emails from CG Cookie, and I'm yeah. like, what? CG Cookie. <laughs> I never realized that they're the ones who owned Blender Market. I always thought Blender owned Blender Market. Blender doesn't own Blender Market. No. It's CG Cookie. CG Cookie is like the giant octopus. I mean, they got their tentacles on me now too, so I can't complain. But <laughs> they've got they've got tentacles on me. As I well. was I was blown away by that. I was like, oh man, that's cool. I didn't realize that uh, that they're the ones that originated that because it's been you know all set. But it was just funny. It's been so handy. Kid. I'm like, how did? Th- Anyways, um, um, and then from there, yeah, just started modeling. Um, tried character design quite a few times when stuff this, I'm not doing character <laughs> design. I hate character design. I can't stand it. Yeah. But I want to make short films. So it's kind of like, oh, it's that. So where, do you, where, do you, where do you get your characters? I mean, you got your one guy that you use in every short film. Right? Yeah. But that's all from character creator three. I kind of want to keep the one character. So it's kind of like, oh, that's, I know this guy. Yeah. And then have everyone kind around. Of now, yeah. So. <laughs> and have. on star power. That's good. I like that. <laughs> And have everyone else around him change. Nice. So that's the goal there. Because then when it's kind of, um, you know, we go back to talking about thumbnails. You know, you see me, you're like, oh, that's Marco. Or, you know, you see that guy and you're like, oh, that must be him. (laughs) You know what I mean? So You should do that that. thing. What's that thing they're doing on Twitch now? Uh, You know, where it's the, uh, uh, was it um, VChat or whatever? Where it's like, it's a, you know, you have an animated avatar of yourself. That's the, and you're like. High pitch voice. <laughs> you should do that from now on. I think it'd be great. Could yeah, be except just use a photo of yourself and like just Photoshop your mouth doing this, and I, I'd be so. Much no, fun. no, 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 no. Just cut a hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, very enriching 
uh, chat tonight, everybody. Hope you're learning a lot at home. Uh, thanks again for everybody who's joining us, by the way, around the world. We've got people from all over the place. So throw where you're at on the globe in chat so we can see what, what countries we got represented tonight. We've got 26 people watching across Twitch and YouTube. So It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, it's better than one. Uh, so, all right. So, um, you, so, okay. So you, 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 you're just like, you're on a bit of a speed train now when it comes to these short films, cause you, you're putting them out pretty frequently. Right. Yep. And I guess what's your, where are you going with that? What's the plan? What's, is you just doing it cause it's fun or what's, why do you make films? Why? Because I love, I love, okay. Roll back. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. I've always wanted to be an actor. Okay. All right. That's that's just what it is. I've always wanted to be an actor. However, you know, I'm married now. I've got kids. I've got responsibilities. I can't go out during the middle of the day and go film something with a group of random people, blah, blah, blah. So I needed to bring it back in and go, right, how can I perform without leaving the house? And so that was the progression of making these short films. Um, I've got the skill set in animating, you know, creating 3D sets, doing all that. My big downfall at the moment is writing. I'm not getting the the long form films. Like, you know, the 15 second puns is working fine for me. That's good. I'm going to build a few more of them. But the long series, such as the last one, the last short film that I made, um, Our Housing, we made an, I made an animated short film in 10 days, four and a half minutes long. Like, wow. You know, That's it was it. a few 2 a.m. finishes. Um, but I didn't get into the competition and it was because of my storytelling. Like, technically, everything was fine. Everything that was required was fine, but it was the story that I'm struggling with. Luckily enough, I have a lot of people who I can trust and who aren't going to give me fluff. So luckily enough, I have an old friend who was a director here in Canberra, but he's moved on to Melbourne. I think he's in Perth now. Um, And like I sent him the script and he's like, well, hang on. What about this? What about this? What about this? And the downfall was, was I was animating and writing at the same time and going back and trying to fix things and blah, 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 right. blah. And so it kind of fell apart at the end. So there was no like, yeah. You know, there was no, no there was no bang. Yeah, there was no big yeah, climax. Yeah, lead to one big thing. Yeah. That's so really there was plenty of conflicts that I put in, but it wasn't strong enough at the end. It was like, okay, yeah, cool. So, and that's where I struggle with at the moment. So- mm. Yeah, well, okay, I'll take this chance to plug. We've got some uh, screenwriting tutorials coming to C Bailey Film Tube. Oh, really? Uh, soon, hopefully. Yeah, I've been, so I've been, I've been secretly pitering away. I've been, I've been recording them and talking. So, okay, so I, because I'm a, I'm an, you, okay, if you're an unrequited actor, right? Yeah. And so you're using Blitter. So I'm an unrequited writer and director. And so I, I, I actually Blitter, checked your website so today. I was like, it, oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like legit trying to do direct. I've been trying to uh, be a director uh, since I went to film school back in. What? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I went to film school in Florida at Florida State University. I graduated in 2004. I was in the same class as, well, okay, I was in the class under 
the same the class with Barry Jenkins in it. So the guy who won Best Picture for Moonlight was in the class above me, and like I was working on his short films in film school. And uh, Adela Romanski, the producer of that film, was in my class. And you know, we had these like really tiny class sizes. There were like thirty students in a class, and uh, so that that was a weird day when they won. Wow. It was very surreal, but. So I've been, I've been barking up the street for a long time, but, uh, anyways, I found that like for me, like hearing you talk about this blender for me, has been a really great chance and YouTube as well. Chance to start, you know, unlocking this stuff for me and to like, go, you know what, I'm just going to make some stuff. Yeah. I've done short films in the past, but you know, it's, it's really tough to find an audience. And I think what's so empowering about what's going on now online, and especially for sort of indie filmmakers like us, it's. It's that we're able to finally make stuff and connect with an audience in a way that's never really been possible. And there's there's so much room for that to grow. Yeah. Like it's incredible where things are going now. And so I like like if there's anybody out there listening to this or watching this that, you know, wants to be a filmmaker, wants to be a director, an actor, or, you know, 3D animator, any of this stuff, it's like like the 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 opportunity is incredible. Like it's mm. amazing what's ahead. And I think what's really cool about it is it's completely being democratized. Like, um, you know, it's not the barriers of entry are not at all with that. Cause when I started, so when I was, when I was leaving film school, right. Um, DSLRs hadn't been invented yet. Right. <clears throat> so that sounds great. <laughs> so we didn't have DSLRs, yet. but uh, you know, it was, it was like, go shoot on film or go yeah. home. And film was so expensive. And it's like, you just couldn't do it. And it was this massive barrier to entry. Visual effects was like, you know, so tough to pull off then. And uh, you know, we were all like tinkering in lightwave 3d on like, computers that could barely handle like you know five vertexes and and you just couldn't do visual effects it was just painful but it quickly started getting accessible and as that's continued to grow it's like now like i'm thinking like with metahuman right yeah not for not for necessarily the tool that it is but for what it represents the fact that metahuman is this incredible example of where things are going it's a free tool right Yep. You can create close to photo real human characters. Mm-hmm. We don't know how great their character creator tool is yet. Is that, is that a part of the demo? No, not yet. Yeah. So I've just given you the stock. There's like the four or five, right? The three yeah. faces and you can change their hair. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that, that ability to have photo real actors um, in a 3d software that you can motion capture with your face. Like yeah. it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. Like, uh, I, and I think that's really, really exciting. So, I mean, like for you, how do you feel? Like, are you, do you feel like you're satisfying, you're starting to satisfy that itch that you've got as an actor, like you begin to explore it. What's it been like for your motivation? I think, yeah, I think the fact that I've been able to open up and create shorts. I mean, look, it's not perfect by no means are my animations perfect, but the way I'm looking at it at the moment is that dead set digital has 290 subscribers and mm. It might be, you know, I might get 100 or 200 views on that short film. I'm mm. I'm not going to spend 50 hours to make something that only 100, 200 people are going to see. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's my current mentality. My current mentality is make content, test, build. Mm. And, you know, with the short film that I've just created, I learned a lot and I know what I need to do to move forward to make it better. So, I've already started now planning a web series. Do you know about this? Uh, no, no, That's exciting. So I'm planning on making um, an animated web series. I'm looking at doing eight three-minute episodes. 
Nice. So I'm really going, you know, two-footed slide tackle into this. I'm like, I'm I, I love this. that attitude that you have. Yeah, that's really good. So you really need some learning tutorials. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm taking my time with this. <laughs> I'm not up, like, yeah, sorry, sorry. I recorded the first one this week. Um, that's really exciting. So, so you're going to do a full series and yeah. get it out there. You're going to launch it on this the second channel. What's your second channel again? So, so really Dead Set Digital. Dead Set Digital. So it's cool. kind of like um, in Australia, obviously, chat. Dead Set. You know, means it. kind of like true. Dead yeah. Set. Dead Set. That's right. It's not. Really so that's why it's called. It's actually true digital. True digital. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It's called True Studio. <laughs> true Digital Studio. No, it's just True Digital. True Digital. I, did, I removed the studio. Remember we had Mark and 3D Studios? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we had the discussion. I spoke with you. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up changing it. I ended up changing it from Dead Set, uh, Mark and 3D Studios to Dead Set Digital because I kind of wanted to make the differentiation between Mark and 3D and the short film channel. That this mm. is not a blender channel. This is- Short films. Yeah. So. That's cool, man. That's a good good strategy. That's going to yeah. be fun. So, yeah, check that out. Maybe type it in chat so that uh, I'll put it in the description no, as well. <laughs> I close the YouTube thing to make sure it's all working I'll, uh, fine. <laughs> I'll, 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 put it, uh, I'll put it in the description. So, afterwards, people can check it out um, yeah, along with your other channel and stuff. So, so where do you think? Um, we got a few more minutes here. Um, oh, no, we can just keep going. It's fine. We got, okay, cool. All right, all right. We'll go until I start to collapse. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all that out of collapsing. I so okay. So you've got you this. All right. So this is for everybody out there who wants yeah. to do this kind of stuff, right? You want to do YouTube. You want to do you know Blender. You want to make films. Uh, and you're thinking, how do I do it? I don't have enough time. Well, well, let, let's see how Marco does it. Because you have you've got a full time job, right? Correct. You've got two kids. Correct. Family. Correct. Uh, so. Somehow you've managed to grow a YouTube channel. And I'm a gamer as well. And you're a gamer. All right. All right. I'll just stop here, guys. It's just not possible. You're bending time. So what what's what kind of high tech gizmo do you have in the back here? So so okay. So you you, you so you're doing all this stuff, right? It's insane. Yeah. It's insane what you do. I can't believe it. How on earth do you pull it off? What's what's your how do you yeah? You don't sleep. You don't sleep. Oh, okay, great. There you heard it first here, everyone. <laughs> So pretty much uh, we'll talk about day job afterwards, but it's kind of come home, you know, be with the kids, cook dinner, do all that jazz. Um, and then the kids normally go to bed 7.30, 8 o'clock. If it's the weekend, it's 8.30. From there, I might do an hour of game time. Depends what it is. So at the moment I'm playing Val. Valheim. 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 Oh, my God. Valheim. So Dude, we got to do some multiplayer Valheim. Oh, my goodness. It is We so should do a good. Twitch stream. And do like a, a credit seed called like Blender or something. <laughs> so I'm playing that and then Rocket League as well. Yeah, you're into Rocket League. Oh man, I love Rocket League. It's just never, demos. Never My demo ratio is I think 4.8 per game, which means like I'm been. destroying other cars. 4.8. Oh, okay. So. Translate to that. Well, how does that translate to subscribers on YouTube? I don't. I, I only understand. <laughs> I can only understand that. Sorry, that world. I I don't get rock. <laughs> Valheim. Then, I could talk. I could talk about. But uh. and then Wednesday, every second Wednesday, I play some D and D. 
So nice. You got, is that like uh, a live stream thing you do with like no. people or it's I mean, just live, people but like, from are you zooming in with people or is it some mates? And okay, so you're doing like yeah. real D and D. We're in the same room. No, sorry, we okay. we don't stream it. We just play like right. just amongst ourselves on Discord. I, I think the purest way to do D and D is everyone at this in the same room yeah, so with good. either some Pizza Hut or Domino's Pizza. Yeah, like, like you got to like kind of fully channel the Stranger Things like. Uh, well, well, it was pretty good because our wives would normally make stuff for us, and oh, we'll bring it. Sweet. Yeah, your little bags, little bag lunches. You I brought my bag lunch. I got my, my I've got my dice. I got, got my mage sandwich here. And my- it's great. It's great. I hope someone's laughing out there in chat. One in chat. If if this is not painfully funny. Oh, um, okay, so so okay, you're so, juggling anyway, a lot. So you're, your gaming schedule. You get your D and D schedule, right? And then um, it's kind of, I started this new thing where I'm getting index cards and I'm kind of just writing ideas down on what tutorials I need to make, um, who I need to talk to, who do I need to contact, um, what short films. I started trying to write a schedule through Excel, you know, like this video is being released here and blah, blah, blah. But I couldn't follow it because it was just, it actually took up a little bit too much time. Mm -hmm. Um, writing a to-do list to go I know. Time. that's great okay <laughs> so hence time management tips cards. 101 <laughs> so when you're too busy to write a to-do list in my backpack i've got a few of the index cards that i can just write down and then um you know at home put it in the pile and go from there so and then yeah i can quickly kind of smash stuff out i'm very good now at knowing how to edit while I'm recording. Oh, that doesn't make sense. I know what I'm editing when I'm recording. So for instance, I can, you know, I'll talk and if I make a mistake, I stop and then start again. And then I know that when I'm editing, I look at the waveforms and I'm like, well, this is a silence bit. I can get rid of this bit. I can get rid of this bit. And that kind of um, gets the editing time down dramatically. Hmm. So that's how, that's how, I go about. Obviously, with a live stream, you can't really do that. Mm. And that's why if, with my videos, I'm not in the top right-hand corner whenever I'm making a tutorial is because, man, the amount of cuts that I've got, every uh, uh, silent pause, even if there's, you know, like a quarter of a second pause, I will still get rid of that to make sure the information's like yeah. straight out. That's At cool. the moment, I've been going, trying to do the eight-minute videos, um, yep. And seeing if YouTube favors those videos. Right, um, okay, you're chasing the algorithm. Yep. Well, I mean, we have to, though. Yeah. Like, I'm well, on, you don't have to. You, but you, will grow. That's, you, know, I, you don't want to grow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm at 560 videos or something. Wow. That's yeah. an epic amount of work. How many I'm subscribers are you at now, too? You're at like 31,000. 31,000. Okay. Which is solid. Like, that's respectable. But when you look at someone like, you know, Blender Guru, who's on 1.2 million, he's only got like 80 videos. Grant Abbott's, I know, yeah. 275, and he's got 750 videos. So my yeah. goal is to surpass Grant Abbott. I don't know why. Nice. I picked him and I went, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Coming for you. <laughs> yeah. it's. Um, uh, but you got to remember, Blender Guru started back when- yeah. Like no one was doing Blender on YouTube. Like, yeah. you know, he's got videos up there. Like I was actually, it was funny. I was on Vimeo the other day doing something and he's got a stack of tutorials on Vimeo. Oh, a bunch really? of Blender Guru. Yeah. Blender tutorials. They're like 10 years old each. Jeez. Like, 
the guy's been doing this for so long. So I mean, there's there's a long tail to it. Like you yeah. know, if you if you're in it long enough, you're gonna hit that one point, whatever million. Yeah. But um, but that's yeah, that's so okay. So you you you've got you've got a the point is I think you've got a lot in your life. You've got yeah. a lot of responsibilities. You've got a yeah. full job. You've got all these things, and yet you've managed to chisel out time to have a successful YouTube channel. Yeah. And to now you're on Twitch and you're doing yeah. that regularly as well. Um, and that's going good. Like. So, and you're making all these short films and more importantly, like you're kind of fulfilling this, this thing that you've fantasy. got, you know, <laughs> yeah. fantasy. Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it that. It's too disrespectful. I think, I think, cause I think we've all got them. Like, you yeah. know, I, it's, it's less obvious when you're young, right? Cause it's yeah. sort of just, it's your ambition and you've got this, I'm going to do this thing, but you kind of hit that point, you know, in your life, like where you just get the, the commitments stack up. Which yeah. they're all great commitments. Like I'm not. I don't want to say commitment like it's a bad thing. They're amazing. Yeah. Like I think I'm more productive now that I have kids than when I was before. Not Correct. like in terms of, I'm not outputting more. I've got way less time. But something about that makes you stop and think about your life and think about what you haven't done yet and yeah. what you want to be doing. And you realize how brief your like how much time you've got and it's flying by. Like that's the yeah. thing that it just flies by. Um, so, so you've, you've managed to begin to do that. And how do you feel like talk about like the mental, like I got the psychology for you, like of before you were, before you had any acting outlet, right. And now that you've got an acting outlet, like, is, have you noticed a difference for yourself? Like, are you a happier person? Are you, I, I feel that I am, but the more important thing is, is it gives me a creative outlet. You know, when you when I was younger, you know, I didn't understand what that was. Like, yes, I wanted to do acting, blah, blah, blah. But, it, you know, it didn't really – it was always in the back of my mind. It was always there. But now that I'm actually able to, you know, strap on the suit quickly, do an animation, and then have something, you know, by the end of the night, I've gone like, that's brilliant. That is fantastic. Like it does, it is such a relief and it gets those endorphins going. Uh, I can tell you now, though, when it fails, it's a kick in the nether regions, Duh. such as the last short film. You know, yeah. I spent the 10 days on it and I'm like, oh, this is, no, this is terrible. You know, th- I mean, that was a kick in the pants. But at the end of the day, I can say I did this. You know what? I did this. There's not that many people who could have done it, but I did it. So that's, good. you know, that's the way you got to look at it. Yeah, what did totally. you, what did, what did I learn from the experience? Did I learn anything mm. from the experience? Yes. Good. Do better next time. Mm. And let's, so let's talk about failure. Cause you're bringing that up now <sighs> and how, you know, is failure a regular part of your experience? Oh, absolutely. How do you deal with that? You go again, pick up, keep going. that's it. Yeah. You, you go again. Like, you, we go back to looking at YouTube, you know, I release a video. I'm luckily, I'm lucky to hit a thousand in the first three days. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just kind of like slowly goes, I want that, you know, Wah! going up takes yeah. off, but I'm, I've never had that. And that's not the little it, confetti burst. Thanks. <laughs> I've had the, Oh my goodness. How good is that? You don't know so, guys, uh, YouTube, yeah. when you, when you publish a video, if it does better than any of your other videos, they have this little confetti burst. And it like it triggers your brain, and it just turns this into a gerbil that just runs on the. I have to get the confetti. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. So um, yeah, so you haven't. You want to see the views skyrocket? 
I do. And you've never seen that and you're like And it's a kick in the pants. Every, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, you know, it's kind of like, is this the day? No, it's not. Okay, what can we do better next time? So the problem is is trying to get out of that. I'm grinding. I don't want to be grinding. I want to try and do better. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You got to smash out of that grind. It's important to talk about. I think that because yeah. failure is such a huge part. Sorry, were you going to say? No, no, I completely agree. I think it's it's important to talk. I know. Let's go a little bit deep. It's in talk. Go deep. It's important to talk about mental health. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially it's, as artists. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially you know, if stuff's going bad, it's good to be able to talk to someone about it, not to yeah. bottle bottle it up. And let it blah, come out in other avenues. It's good mm-hmm. to go to someone. Hey, this is what's going on. Um, with the Blender Nest podcast, I was at that point where I'm like, man, I've had enough. I've, you know, I'm sick of it. Um, not achieving. But then, you know, I got onto Blender Nest and, you know, I'm talking with like Remington Graphics. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Remington Graphics, Curtis Holt, CG Matter, Grant Abbott. Um, even Master Xeon's on there sometimes, and it's just all these people who I've looked up to. And I mean, they're they're just YouTubers, you know. They're just Blender YouTubers. Yeah. They're just people. But I'm like, oh. and it was kind of like through just having those one on one chats, you know. It <sighs> my mentality changed, um, and you know, I'm I'm a lot better person. Well, I'd like to say a lot better person. Um, even you know, when I started talking to you, how long were you n- known each other for? Two years? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, not even two years because I haven't been on YouTube for two years. I So probably about a year. Yeah, I because I think we started talking on the Sydney Blender group. And yeah, we just started right. chatting. Yeah, and then I think I gave like, you a shout out on my channel. I, and then yeah, you kind right, of I wasn't went, even what? I wasn't even monetized yet. I, <laughs> no, you I had, weren't. I was super excited because I had a thousand subscribers. And I was yeah. like, just going nuts. I remember sending messages <laughs> like, oh, man. I just got a thousand subscribers, but but we're not monetized yet. Well, what's going on? I'm gonna, like, <laughs> are we gonna wait? Like I don't, you know, I'm really excited to see that point zero one cents start to come in. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I remember that. Like, I started giving back to people who were the upcomers, such as yourself. Yeah, and I remember because I sent you a message. I'm like, here, I've, um, you know, put a message in my community post. Don't forget me when you go past me. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I saved that message. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I can't forget him now. I'm obligated to remember. <laughs> no, I appreciated that because it was encouraging for me, you know, because I yeah. was, I, you know, like before I, like nobody knew anything about my channel. I was doing it for like, you know, I had about six months of solid videos with nothing, like, like very little mm. engagement whatsoever. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I had yeah. no idea how to promote what I was doing and, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, hot tip. If you start a YouTube channel and you're doing Blender, uh, go post whatever YouTube video you put out. Do a post on uh, Blender, Blender Nation. Nation. Just go to Blender Nation. Do it. It's just like I did that and bam, like off to the races. It's like I finally started getting a regular flow of subscribers. But um, I don't want to dwell on that. So that yeah. So this is really important. I think so, you know, because as artists and anyone who's doing stuff creatively, especially people in film, like, and yeah. I think the Blender community, they do we do get a lot of people that are interested in film or doing film. Uh, you know, failure is such a massive oh. part of it. And it's also like, it's, it can be incredibly isolating. Um, and I think it's just a good moment no, just to say like, you know, it's really important to 
to find other people that are trying to do what you're doing and connect yeah. with them. So, you know, find the discord servers and connect to people, you know, connect with the, the YouTube personalities you enjoy and, um, and build relationships with the other people that enjoy those personalities. Cause like, um, you know, there's just so much to that, uh, encouragement that you can get when you can post up and share something like on my discord all the time, people are popping in and, you know, they'll share an image that they've worked on. They're really proud of it. And, you know, people jump on and like it and, you know, talk about all oh, this is cool or they give advice and feedback. It's just such a really like mm. genuine and personal experience. And it's just super important because it's, uh, it's so easy to want to give up. Like I know for me, oh, yeah. I have the ups and downs I have to like, with, especially with YouTube. Um, yeah. Any kind of social media, like it's really dangerous stuff because you can easily get in this negative headspace that you just can't shake off. Like every time you hit a new milestone, a subscriber milestone, you know, you're immediately thinking about that other channel that's like a little bit yeah. ahead of you that started yeah. <laughs> after you started. Like there's always 10 of those. And it's like, how did they get that many views? And they've only, they've been doing this for three months. And yeah. Oh, you know, and, and you think, oh, you, you know, but it's, it's, uh, it's real those those thoughts, yeah. but it's uh, it's tough to shake it. So how do you so, deal with the, uh, the the YouTube FOMO? Or sorry, I was interrupting you. you so you thought that's why I was going to say going back to me quitting in two thousand and one, two thousand and two. Yeah, I'm like, I could have been Blender Guru if I just <laughs> hardened up. Uh, being an eighteen year old, just hardening up and just like plowing through it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, could have been up there with Jonathan and. That's what regret. Mr. Lampell like, you know, and yeah. Mr. Wes. So yeah, uh, but we can't, we can't, we can't dwell on that, you know, because <laughs> you know I was around too when YouTube was, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely, I even started my channel. Like I don't know, it's it's ridiculous how old my channel is. Like in terms of like the actual when I started it, I didn't actually yeah. start doing anything on it until a year and a half ago. But um, yeah, it's it's but I okay. So for me, like it's well, like regret. You know, I think the older you get, the more you start collecting regrets, especially if you haven't like achieved, you know, like some massive goal. Like, so for me, you know, I hadn't become a famous film director and it was like this, all these regrets would kind of pile up and you think back on it and you go, oh, I wish I could change that. Or I wish I could change that. And it can get really, really unhealthy. You know, mm. like what you're talking about, like it's, it's easy to look back and go, oh yeah, YouTube, I should have, if I only had persisted, if I only had been there and not given up, but yeah. I think, you know, the reality is we have to give up at times. Like you do burn out. You do hit the wall. There are oh, moments where you're just like, yo, I gotta, I gotta throw in the towel. And how do you yeah. stay fresh? How do you, how do you try to stay fresh? Where's your burnout meter right now? Like, oh, uh, question. so if it's 10, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably 10 at is what? 72. 10 is what? 10's- 10 is burnt out. Burned out. Okay. Yeah. I'm at 72. And 72. So, so 100 is not burned out. No, no, zero is not burnt is it, out. It, oh, zero is right. So you're way over. So you're past <laughs> yeah, burnt out. So why, now, what's going on? I'm now on? kind like, of like you? overtired. <laughs> you're exhausted. You're just insane. You're just kind of doing like, you know. But I mean, so I think that's the problem is that I'm not stopping. And I think that's part of the YouTube culture to yeah. you. If you stop, you, you suffer. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm kind of just really- keep pushing i mean look i'm not burnt out burnt out i know what burnt burnt out is yeah um i've had it you know two or three times but it's kind of like just go for a bike ride get a good night's rest and then get back into it pretty much mm. yeah that's the way i've overcome it every time so exercise yeah 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 yeah, yeah. has that been important for you uh clearly not but 
No, no, I don't mean it like that. I mean, yeah. you know, you mentioned it that is, as a thing, and I think that's actually really key. Like on on Saturday, um, you know, after the film festival and the film wasn't screened, I was just like, yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going for a bike ride. And she knew that it's kind of like, yeah, you need to go for a bike ride. And off I went, you know, I went for like half an hour doing dirt trails and so on and so forth. Came back and, you know, I could instantly feel like that I was better. I knew that I was better, you know, just had that time, fresh air, dodging kangaroos. um, (laughs) Because I'm in Canberra. Well, I'm in Canberra. It's true. Well, it's Canberra. So you literally have to dodge kangaroos. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Not a joke. Hashtag. Hashtag not a joke. I, uh, during winter, when I'll start riding again, I'll do some videos of riding past kangaroos because they're all put like, this on your channel. <laughs> I, I will. I'll do a short dodging. You'll finally, you'll have a, you'll have your your viral video and you'll be like, oh, kangaroo videos. That's what I should have been doing all along. Why did I not do that? So well, that's good, man. Exercise yeah. is important. I think yeah, it's a good, good note to point, point out. Cause it's uh yeah, it's huge. I know that it means a lot for me to, um, you know, I go for runs. That's sort of the thing that I do. And if I don't have a run, you know, after like three or four days, I start feeling, you know, epically depressed. And so I yep. really got to push. Um, I don't know. Uh, depressed is, I don't want to throw that word around. Lightly yeah. It's a significant thing for people, but um, you know, it is important. It's really, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay on your exercise. It helps, helps yep. go the distance and you're definitely going the distance. I mean, you're pushing <laughs> stuff. Let me encourage you. Cause I think like something I was thinking about the other day, and maybe you tell me if you resonate with this idea at all, but I went away on the holidays over Christmas and I sort of stopped the channel. I wasn't doing anything. Tried to kind of had videos scheduled. You know, we were talking I did. before Christmas, you know, and <laughs> I had a few scheduled and then I missed a week or two and then I just was like, ah, whatever. And um, I, uh, but I went away and thought about it. I came like, hey, I really want to like get back into what I really enjoy. And, you know, the thing that I'm doing YouTube for is I want to make short films. So like this epic space battle series that I've been yeah. doing since the dawn of time at this point now. Um, it's this really long short film, bit off way more than I could chew. I'd never intended it. I know all about that one. It's just, how do you do it? But I want to finish it, right? And every time I do a live stream with Epic Space Battles, I sit down, you know, we talk about the next shot and I think it's amazing content. Like it's, you know, I just think it's amazing because of course I'm doing it, right? And uh, they always trend like worse than every other video that I do. It's like another Epic epic Space Battles live stream. It's like the views, but- I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? I think I want to start making choices, not off the algorithm. I'm going to start making choices about what makes me happy and what, you know, what's motivating me to do this. And I I think when I look at your short films, I see that, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but from my perspective, I look at that and I go, that's really cool that he's doing this. (laughs) And I love the frequency that you're pumping these things out, you know, and I guess, you know, is, is that for you? Like if you were to ignore the algorithm, Right. If you could run a script yep. on your computer that hid viewer count, subscriber count, all that YouTube nonsense, what would you do? Yeah, those those short films are definitely me because I've got like a massive system of system. I've got a massive group of people at work that they know if they see me coming, they know a joke is coming. So yeah. even if they're in the coffee line and I eye them off, I'm like, bam, here's a new joke for you. These poor people <laughs> just see them trying to get away. I can't, but I want my coffee. I can't leave the line. And like, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember walking because I used to be in exec IT. So I used to be yeah. look to IT support for the executives, the big dogs that yeah. run the agency. And I remember it was three depth sex. So kind of like yeah. minister, secretary, depth sex. Yeah. 
and there was three of them in there. And I'm like, I got a joke for you guys. And they all go, <laughs> oh. oh, no. And I'm like, what do you call a pig that knows karate? And they go, what, Mark? I'm like, pork chop. And all of them freaking loved it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Actually. The fourth DepSec walks in. I'm like, I got a joke for you. And he's like, Marco, just don't. And then the other guys are like, no, no, no you got to hear this one. <laughs> they tell the same joke. Did you get yeah. to tell the joke three times? That's- no. It was once. It would have been them. really funny if you'd gone oh. to do it three times because no jokes run in threes. That's, that's- <laughs> because I used to actually walk around with like a joke book in my top pocket. And yeah. so when I would go to the, one of the executives or the EA, it would be like a random one. Here's a joke. Walk away. Now, the, the reason why we'll go back to this. The reason why yeah. I did that is to build the relationship with them. Hmm. So, for instance, because I made them laugh and I had that communication with them, the next time something broke that was urgent, it's not going to be, get down there and fix it. It's like, hey, Marco, i got a problem. It's a little bit urgent. I'm like, yeah, no worries. I'll come up straight away. <laughs> You're like, so- actually, I know it's urgent, but i got a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so, okay, so of- you're building that relationship with people. Yeah. That's good. So- and so it's definitely your mode of communication. It's the way yeah. you engage. And so, okay, so does that mean that if, if you had no metrics, no algorithms to look at, and you were just doing YouTube just for the sake of it, it would just be the short film. It would just be short films. Yeah. Nice. Well, so, I'd say I'd say do that. I, like, yeah. You know, like, you know, get a little piece of tape, put it over the <laughs> part of your computer where you can- Well, I pretty it. much only log into the secondary channel just to upload, nice. schedule it, and then leave. Nice. Just so. walk away. <laughs> uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think it's great what you're doing, and I hope you keep it up and- yep. uh, don't lose steam. Keep up your bike riding and uh, tear into it. What's next for you? Let's. What's, what's next? What's the next for you for your channel for the show? I film? would for Deadset Digital. I would like to do this web series, um, but I think there's going to be a lot of short clips before that happens. So, for instance, at the moment, the big thing on YouTube is doing the shorts, the vertical clips. So, I think I'm going to do a whole bunch of uh, videos using that format. And then hopefully get that subscriber count up and then come in with the web series behind it. Mm. Um, with Markham 3D, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking going back to doing Unreal Engine stuff, yeah. um, especially now that Unreal, Unreal Engine's starting to take off. I kind yeah. of want to do make a game again. So I've made, I think, three games in total so far. So I made one for Modest Pelican, which is a gaming channel. I made a VR squat game. So you actually have to like squat and you got to go as fast as you can to, you know, hit the collision boxes. And then, you know, you know it's just <laughs> exercise game. Sounds kind of terrible. Like, you know, it is so you know, bad. Like- it hurts like anything, oh. especially when you're user testing. You're like, oh, my <laughs> Yeah. Shut up. Keep doing it. Um, I can't remember. There was, there's been some other games that I've done for uh, my day job. But I think I really kind of want to go back to, because I think gaming is the new, is going to be the, well, it is the big thing. It's, you yes. know, movies are kind of for Marco. Blender tutorials at the moment are kind of for business for Marco. And Unreal Engine is kind of something I want to get into and, you know, make another game. I think yeah. that needs to be done. Hmm. Maybe a 2D platformer. I don't know. Something, the, the most important thing is, is micro goals. Yeah. So when I learned Unreal Engine, it's like, I want to know how to do, I want, this is the game, but how do I do this? Okay. Yeah. How do I do this? Okay. How do I do this? 
well, now I've got all this. Now I'm a lot closer. <laughs> I'm trying to work this out. Now I've got this whole distance. I'm, you know, now only this far away. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And so that's how I've always looked at Unreal Engine is just working out the small bit and then going on to the next bit. All right. That's and really then eventually you have a game. Like small achievable goals that you can yeah. reach. And then you celebrate that and it makes yeah. you feel good. Gives you that boost. That's really good because yeah, you can't underestimate, uh, you know, when you set off, speaking of someone who's set off to do, you know, massive projects, you know, mm. and it's easy to uh, stall halfway, never complete it, and then just feel discouraged about it and then yeah. feel less likely to approach something again. I think you're right. It's really important to actually set goals that you can achieve. Low-hanging fruit, you know, kind of go for that. I love that phrase, you know, go for the low-hanging fruit yeah. and hit it. That's really good advice. Um and uh, that makes sense too. So, so if you do do a game like this uh, on Unreal, you're going to stream it. You're going to put it on your channel. Is that going to be like a capture the process? Behind the I think, I think it'll probably be all on Twitch. I'll do a lot of it on Twitch and just mm. fluffing around. The problem is, is I'll be going back and watching tutorials, um, and then I will probably remake the tutorials to the bit that I need. Because if yeah. you look at a lot of my previous tutorials, they're really short. You know, they might be like one or two minutes long or five minutes long, but there's been a lot of times where I got it from a video that's half an hour, 45 minutes long. It's like, no, no, I just want to know this little bit. I don't want to know, like, because back in the day, everyone, whenever they did a tutorial, it was kind of like, first, you have to install Unreal Engine. This is how you install it. And then blah, blah, blah. blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to figure out how to make a color in the material. <laughs> and I've got to go through. <laughs> i got to go through the installation. No. Oh. So the kind of the prime example was I got a tutorial on how to make an emission shader in Unreal Engine. I could not find a, like a one minute video. It was always 10, 15, 20 minute video just for that one specific bit. Mm. The, the one video that I created, cause I kept on referencing, um, Blender Guru's flower one. There was, um, cherry blossom tutorial yeah. on how mm. to use the alpha texture in an image. Right. I was always going back to that 45 freaking minute tutorial just to go, how do I do that? Then I ended up just creating like a one minute tutorial on YouTube that I still reference to this day. You can just go back and watch your own stuff when you forget it. That's awesome. <laughs> because I initially started the channel for me, so I didn't yeah. forget how to do stuff. That's your because- personal notebook. of yeah. yeah. I did that the other day. I was starting something in geometry notes and I'm like, how did I do? Oh, wait, I did a tutorial <laughs> <laughs> We're back on my channel. Down the, and again, same thing. It's like a 40-minute video. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is so frustrating. I just want to find, I'm like leaving a comment on my own channel. You know, just, could you have shorter videos, please? You know, this is <laughs> just frustrating. I, kind I, of did, I didn't like question. or heart that comment, by the way. I, <laughs> <laughs> I left it to rot. Uh, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Ugh. Man. Well, uh, look, man, this has been a lot of fun. I've no, enjoyed I had a blast. having a chat. Uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. We should do, we should do a, a collab project someday. Uh, maybe I'll get some of these screenwriting tutorials up. I and, can't wait. Uh, Hurry up. And then you can watch those. And, and, uh, we can get start your watch time up. We can, we, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Just run. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Hopefully this, this little, uh, these little chats don't all just become a YouTube backroom banter, you know. <laughs> such a sick world that I would expose people to it. You know, by, by the time everybody that's watching this is, you know, you know, doing their own thing, it probably there'll be a new platform. But anyways, 
Anyways, uh, I, I, this is an important question we got to end on. Yeah. EV or cycles? <sighs> right. Now. Right. So. So. Hmm. I don't do a lot of still images. Okay. Okay. And so I wish I had my 3080, but we're in Australia and nothing ever comes to Australia. So my pre-order for a 3080, who know where, who knows when that's going to come? Wait, what's a 3080? Oh, you're, okay, the RTX. Graphics card, oh, yeah. Graphics card, yeah. <laughs> for now, I am It'll forced- come when your PlayStation 5 arrives. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. I'm forced to use Eevee. Forced. Strong because language. to render an animation in cycles, mm. you know, when I've got like a four minute render per frame compared to a 10 second, min- uh, 10 second per frame, it's- that's a massive difference. I even started going through to Unreal Engine and animating in, um, rendering out in Unreal Engine because of the fact it's, you know, 0.25 of a second per frame. Yeah. And, you know, I can set up three different camera angles, everything's recorded, and then I can just switch between cameras. And so I've got that, you know, the three point, you know, the, you know, the wide shot and then each shot there so I can capture everything at the same time. J cuts, all the L cuts and all that jazz. Look at me. I learned all that. Run around terms here. I learned all that from uh, Film Right. So. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Film Right. Don't go to Um, But I would say I've really started focusing on learning Eevee purely for render times. Hmm. So, okay. But it sounds like if you had your pick, cycles would be. Oh, absolutely. Hands down cycles. Okay. So you're a cycles man. Yeah. But you, you, you live with Eevee because you have to because of Australia, because of shipping, because of the RTX (laughs) issue. Okay. All right. All right. So how, I mean, do you really think your frame time is going to drop that much when you get that uh, 38? I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, I see. See. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to say, uh, I, uh, I I'm an AV man at this point. Yep. I'm fully converted. I love it. I think it's great. I uh, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't risk my life for it or anything. <laughs> I enjoy fast render. So I just respond to Daddy uh, <laughs> using a render farm such as Sheepit. So with Sheepit, it's got a limit of a gig, and the problem is, is when I'm creating animations i've got blend files linked to blend files and so that causes problems because you can't just upload one blend file you've got to actually import everything into one blend file um and the problem with there is then if i go up to a render farm not only do i have to have all external data in the main blend file but in every other blend file i need to have all external data in there as well so you know, you start rendering a scene and you, all of a sudden it's pink. And you're like, no! You know what I mean? So I've, yeah. yeah. I'll just use my baby. In, some, in smaller cases, yeah. In smaller file cases, it works. But yeah. you know, a bunch of link stuff. But, so. you know, it's, it's worth it. Um, and, uh, we'll just uh, give it a few more minutes. Anybody in chat, if you've got any questions you want to throw at us, uh, we'll, we'll give you a second to do that. I, what um, are your plans? Other than this my writing course. Oh, I want to hear it. If you if you watch closely in the background of all my videos are my whiteboards and all my plans end up on there and <laughs> it's like doing a video of editing it I'm going oh did I leave that up there I didn't want people to know about that I haven't you know. <laughs> um I my plans I've got crazy plans I I don't know how many of those crazy plans will be real plans uh, I uh 
I've been Take working over on, the world. Take over the world, Ron. Yeah, so I've been doing uh, these screenwriting tutorials. I've been like kind of thinking through, okay, um, the process. And I kind of, I want to actually, my master plan is, I'm just going to give it away right here. My master plan is I want to do a beginning to end uh, tutorial on, so episode by episode, how to make uh, a movie, short, long, whatever, yeah. from script to to final release and just go through the whole thing. Um, so animated or live action, live action. Yeah. Yeah, Live action. Well, both really. I mean, it's the same, you know, in terms of like the planning and the thinking about and the story is the same. So, um, yeah, but I really want to do both. Um, Cause that's, that's, that's my background. That's where I'm, that's where I come to with, uh, with Blender and stuff. Um, I actually did it once. I actually produced a movie back in 2007, (laughs) six, I think. Yeah, uh, and uh, shot it all in San Francisco, and uh, we even raised a bit of money for it. Oh, wow! And we had some cool people act in it, and we, it was nuts. And I was one of the producers on it. it was me and this other guy. We produced it together. Um, when I say together, I mean he did all the work, and I kind of <laughs> cried the whole way. Uh, but in the corner, you know, yeah. And uh, I, I kind of, you know, after that, I always thought, all right, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I should, I should do this again. But I, uh, I've never had the guts to do it. So yeah. YouTube's a great excuse. So anyway, so that's my plan. I've been doing these screen learning tutorials. I'm hoping to start putting those in the channel, and I'm hoping they work. I, I don't know if anyone's going to watch them. I kind of, I feel like, I guess you go through this with every video. You kind of think, oh, you know, I try this, try this new thing out, and it's going to bomb, and no one's going to watch it, and you know, everyone's just going to down like it. And but <laughs> I got to try. I got to put it out there. So that's my. That's my next. next I will give you a thumbs up. Thanks, man. Awesome. Will you (laughs) like and subscribe? Will you leave a comment? Will you share it on social media? Markham, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Really nice to hang out with you tonight and have a good chat. And I wish you all the best with your projects and your short films. We can't wait to see what you do next. And if you haven't already, everybody, go over to Markham's channel and give give him a subscription. Give him a subscribe. Give him a follow. On Twitch, what else do they do on Twitch? You follow? Do they throw bits at you? Can people throw bits at you? Or- people can throw bits at me if they want. Do <laughs> people like like? What do they do on Twitch? I don't know. That, yeah, bits, bits, bits and follows. It's follow, yeah, yeah. Follow, yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you. Have a fantastic thanks, rest of your evening, and thanks everybody for watching and joining us tonight. For the see you later, merger. Always a and, pleasure uh, to have you. <laughs> yeah, see you, merger. It's nice having you in chat. Thanks everybody in chat. Thanks for all the questions and things people are throwing in there. Really nice to see everyone engaged and interacting. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this. Let us know in the comments as usual if this is your jam. If you enjoyed this, we'll try and have more things like this. Hopefully we've got a few more interviews lined up. Be fun to do more of these. Uh, And until then, we will catch you in the next tutorials. Adios. Adios. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned. We'll try and release a new episode every week. And uh, if you'd like to find out how you can support my work and support the show, you can head over to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash cbaileyfilm. You can also find out all kinds of stuff about the work that I'm doing over on YouTube if you go to youtube.com slash cbaileyfilm. I will catch you there. Until the next one, see you later.